I find today's first reading from Genesis very fascinating. Where did Abraham get the courage to talk to God in such a manner? Abraham was showing familiarity with God. He was talking to God like a person who was bargaining before making a purchase. In reality, Abraham was interceding on behalf of the innocent of Sodom and Gomorrah. It's kind of interesting because he says to the Lord, if there are but 50 righteous people, will you spare the city? And he goes down to 45 and then 40. And he doesn't stop there. He keeps going down to 30, then 20, and finally 10. But the point is, Abraham was persistent in his prayer. For the Jewish people of that time, they might have said, where is the respect? When you talk to God, you are expected to do it in a certain manner, which demonstrated the omnipotence or almighty power of God. And yet, here we have Abraham talking to God and seriously questioning God about what, is it, what he is about to do. However, this is true prayer. Prayer can never be boring when it is honest. On the other hand, prayer does not make sense if it is not coming from a heart that has the confidence and the courage to know God is a friend. St. Teresa of Avila understood this very well. In her book about her life, she writes, Mental prayer, in my opinion, is nothing else than an intimate sharing between friends. It means taking time frequently to be alone with him who we know, who, who we know loves us. In other words, she was saying that prayer is a sharing which is intimate between two people who love and care about each other. St. Teresa believed that prayer involves intimacy, and when we are intimate, we open our hearts, and when we open our hearts, we become honest. We share with the other person exactly what resides in our hearts and minds. Some of us have achieved or are on our journey to achieving the, this intimacy with God, a friendship that allows us to talk with him in times of joy as well as in times of need or even anguish. So others find it very difficult to share with our God during those times when they are surrounded by negativity and problems. They find it impossible to believe that we can talk to God even when we were full of anger or full of disappointment or hurt in a manner which clearly expresses what we are experiencing at that moment. That we can only say nice and good things to God and that it is very unbecoming to get angry with him or to say it as it is. Still others say, I pray, I talk to God but my prayers are not answered. We know that God hears and answers every prayer for the greater good, which is not always the answer we are looking for. In St. Luke's Gospel, we start off with the, the disciple who turns to Jesus and says, Lord, teach us how to pray. 
and Jesus begins to teach us. The first words immediately tell us the name of the prayer, our Father, known as the Lord's Prayer and often called the perfect prayer, a prayer that most of us could say we learned as a small child, in which many of us pray every day. Jesus wants us to know God as our loving Father. He then moves on to the idea of persistent prayer, a term we use to describe Adam's prayer in the first reading, or excuse me, Abraham's prayer in the first reading. And Jesus begins by telling his disciples a parable of a person who went to his friend at midnight asking for three loaves of bread. And without going through the entire story, the most important line that Jesus tells us is if he does not get up to give the visitor the loaves because of their friendship, he will get up to give them whatever that he needs because of his persistence. Jesus is not only teaching us how to pray, but also he is telling us to be persistent and not give up. At this very moment, many of us may be dealing with situations in our lives which are making our hearts heavy and distressed. It may be concerning our children, our teenagers, or even those who are adults. And I guess in some cases it may be our children concerned about our parents on the other side. But, but it, even, it, may, it could be about a situation at work. It may be about our health or our marriage. It could be a big, a big decision coming up for which we really need to know the mind of God. We need to just stop and take time to pray, to be persistent in our prayer, to talk to God from our heart about what we, what we are going through, just like a friend talking to another friend. There is a great saint that we might, might all recognize for whom this paid great dividends. Her name was St. Monica, the mother of St. Augustine. She just didn't say one prayer or two or three or four, but she prayed and prayed and prayed over many years to God who she knew and trusted would answer her prayer. And as we know, after many years, God did answer her prayers, and her son, St. Augustine, is now a great saint. Persistent prayer to God whom we have taken the time to know in an intimate way is what counts. So whatever we are facing in our lives, let us listen to the word of God and pray. Pray constantly and persistently with great tenacity. Do not be afraid. God has broad shoulders and he never holds any grudges. Only remember this. God wants to be with each and every one of us. God wants to talk to us every moment of every day. It is up to each of us to take time each day to respond to his constant invitation. Amen.